Do you ever wonder where a lot of these tech companies cut their teeth to get into the industry? Well, look no further than this episode of Emerging Technologies in Business, where we have a chance to learn about Ingram Micro, the world's largest technology distributor, with more than 250,000 products, 200 vendors, and in over 160 countries around the world. I know you're going to love this great discussion. Hello, tech friends, and thank you for tuning in to Emerging Technologies in Business, where we take a deep dive into different technologies that are impacting businesses today and in the very near future. I'm your host, Brock Reiney, and this podcast is brought to you by Kincannon XR. Let's talk tech. I'm here with Mark Najilski of Ingram Micro. Mark, thank you so much for being here today and telling our audience a little bit about Ingram Micro. How the heck are you, man? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. We're glad to have you for sure. So, Mark, the first thing I wanted to ask is, if you don't mind, give our audience members an overview of how Ingram Micro is leveraging partnerships to further the world, utilizing technology. So I can tell you that about everything you touch in the IT space, anything from a laptop to a Chromebook to a pad to a phone, we touch. So everything through that goes through Ingram Micro as a distributor. We are a broadline $56 billion behemoth of a distributor that moves IT across the world. You guys literally touch 90% of the world as far as tech is concerned. And I think the most important thing would be um, to tell our audience members a little bit about the XVantage platform and how that's helping accelerate businesses that are trying to bring on new partners. Sure. So we were talking about AI earlier, right? So if you look at that, we are using an, um, advanced analytics to help you as a customer understand your business better and entangle you deeper with us. So through APIs, we can be your back office for shipping, returns, uh, tracking information, online credit increases just at will. If we look at your account and we see you guys are bubbling up business to us, we can automatically go and start that credit application for you in advance, in advance of any other business, increase your credit line right off the bat. So, I think it's got to be a huge thing for small business owners who maybe are struggling, right? right? I mean, think about it, right? I mean, think how big, yeah. how big is Concannon right now, right? So you're looking at that and you want to be able to have our back end run your front end and leave you guys all the sales part of it, right? You guys go out and build the relationships. You guys go out and get the deals and let us manage everything on the back end. Big difference. Yeah, and using the analytics too, right? So we know you're in the MR space, right? So you're doing solutions for automobile. Just like everybody, you know, in, in that business space, what other adjacent things can you be selling? Can you be selling IoT? Can you be selling sensors? Can you be selling cameras? You know, so that kind of looks at your business and basically builds out a portfolio of stuff you can move and sell that would be advantageous to your account. And I think that's what the huge difference is. There's a lot of people who are looking to get into this space, yes. but they don't necessarily have all the resources that they normally would have, right? Um, right? And Ingram does such a great job of bringing partners together that, let's say if we're really good at doing soft skills training, and that may be all we're good at doing, um, but there's another company who does hard skills training really well. It seems like right. a perfect marriage to be able to make those two at least just speak to each other. Right. Well, see, I've been with the company for 33 years. So I've been from the beginning of sales back when a 286 12 megahertz was the bomb. Big deal. That Big was deal. it. We had the one meg hard drive, which are gig hard drive, which was about the size of a foot locker. And, you know, when you turned it on, dimmed the lights in the house. So I've been through that all the way through we are where we are right now in MR and AI and everything else. So 
we've always tried to do that in, in the beginning, being a broadline distributor, we were more order taking because it was in the infancy of everything, right? So everybody was just trying to get equipment from point A to point B, and we were great right. at that. We built a logistics center with that. We did all that stuff. And now it's getting to the point where now we need to be more consultative, right? So you and I have conversations about where your company wants to go, where you fit, what adjacencies you see yourselves moving into, and how we can basically walk you through that path together and introduce you to the people that you need to be introduced to. And and I've always said this to you, and I've said this to everybody over at ConCannon, I want you guys to be successful in spite of you don't have to buy anything from me, but as long as you as a company keep growing and keep nurturing and maturing, that to me is a win in our end. And we found years worth of growth in a, such a short amount of time by having such a great partnership with Ingram Micro. And that's the other reason why I wanted to have you on the show is that I think other people need to know that there are other resources that are out there. There's a way to join the Ingram Micro family and find those synergies with companies that you probably had no idea that even existed. And with that, the question that I have for you, Mark, is are there Ingram events that are coming up this year yep. or even in the near future that maybe our audience should look at attending? Yep, so we were talking about, so there's GCIS or the Global Cloud and Infinite, um, I'm sorry, Innovation Summit. Okay. Perfect for customers like yourselves, right? Innovators, guys that are gonna be the next big thing, right? So you guys are on the forefront Hate of that, by the way. Well, you guys are in the forefront of MR. Um, if you think about it, so it's going to be about 2,500 attendees, um, 800 partners like yourselves, innovators in that space, um, a lot of cloud sales in there, a lot of TrustX customers, which I've been trying to introduce you guys to, um, about 60 plus countries, right? So you're going to be, it's it's all over the world. You guys are going to be able to get involved in. And about 62% of the customers that are attending are going to be C-level guys, guys that make decisions, right? So that's perfect. And that's going on March 15th through the 17th, and that's going to be March in Las Vegas. May. Uh, I'm sorry, May 15th and 17th. May 15th, okay. Yeah, so my wife is uh, the director of I marketing. Like, okay, yeah, the director of marketing back there. I <laughs> yeah, love director it. of marketing. <laughs> he just chirped in my ear and said, hey, that's May. And then we've got uh, Ingram Micro One North America, which will be in September. Uh, it's the 25th and 27th. So those are another events. And that's another thing where I can get you in front of hundreds of other accounts like yourselves, where you guys can collaborate and kind of grow your business together. And you do such a great job of that. Just to tell you, like I've gotten to experience it firsthand. You just have this way of words and the way of speaking to people to where everyone just wants to talk to each other. Mark, it's a gift and I understand why you're doing what you're doing. Like I really do. You know, like I said, honestly, like with uh, Realware, right? With you getting introduced to Kristen and stuff like that, there's there's this thing. I see things in customers that I've I've grown up in this business, right? So I think I see growth potential in customers or that that next thing, right? Where you guys are doing what you guys are doing, and that to me is amazing, right? So if I can put you in the right position with the right people to recognize that along with me, then again, like I said, if you grow. We grow, even if you don't buy it from me, even if I can resell your product longer down the line or whatever, we all win, right? And just to get you guys out in front of people to see what you guys do is my intention. It all ends up being a symbiotic relationship. And yes, specifically with your background, so 33 years of doing this, right? Correct. With the new world of ChatGPT4 coming <laughs> out, and we've already seen what ChatGPT3 has done. Right. Just from your industry perspective and the experience that you have, Mark, 
Have you seen a distinct shift focus in the market moving to more of an AI solution set? Or is everyone still kind of going the same path they've been going so far? Well, I'd if love you, if to you, your input. Yeah, if you think about it, it puts you and me out of a biz, out of a job, right? So, Chad, it's eventually going to be that thing, right? So we don't need people to write poems. We don't need people to do textbooks because it can do that. Tests, I mean, you know, so why would you? The thing that concerns me is it's so powerful. Right. If it's not controlled, it will be more bad than good, right? Exactly. So if I get a doctor who somehow figures out how to use the AI to go take their test and they score super high and next thing I'm on the table and they've, they've never really done it, it's going to cause me a little grief, right? So right. unless we can control the outcome and who gets the deliverable, then I always kind of, I, I'm for it and I'm against it. If you saw I'm, the Terminator. I'm same boat. Yeah. If you yeah. see the Terminator, you know what's going to happen at the end, right? There's going right. to, it's going to create something that you can't control and then we're going to have to deal with that, right? So, and that's the truth of it. Now, don't get me wrong; I've utilized ChatGPT for this show specifically. So, if I'm yeah. ever trying to research a subject or anything like that, it's a great, helpful tool. Right. But it doesn't replace the standardized knowledge base of learning, right? right. And I think that's what the difficult part is: is where it goes from making it too easy versus the struggle of learning and actual right. learning that I'm with you. If I'm on the, the cutting room floor, I don't want a doctor that's learned via <laughs> chat GPT seven. Like, I have no interest in that whatsoever, man. Right. Exactly. I want the guy who's probably done this surgery 500 times first, right. exactly. but we also have to think about what that reality of our world is going to look like long-term. Right. Eventually there won't be an actual surgeon. We've already seen in the world of XR where Your we lives. can, we can perform surgeries remotely or at least train multiple people that way. And long-term, that may not be what our purpose is going to be, my friend. Exactly. But my concern, not my concern, my hopes would be if you use chat, GP, for, for the benefit, right? So if I could go to a doctor's office and have them scan my blood work, give them all my details of my history, and then it pump out something, hey, this is the things you have to do. This is what you have potential for. This is where you're you know, your limitations are, that would be great. And then maybe even prescribe, okay, we're going to prescribe this type of workout. We're going to do this. We're going to do that and kind of list that out. That's great. The things that scare me are, you know, if, again, if somebody is utilizing it for nefarious reasons, like, Hey, I want to build a bomb. How do I build a bomb? Next thing you know, right. It's there. Right. So I mean, true. Now at the same time, look at the positives of it. Right. So an AI mechanism would also be able to see every medication that you take and be able to see if any of them interfere with each other much yeah. better than a standardized doctor would be able to. Correct. So I'm with you. There's this weird, it's a gray line that we have to live in, Mark. It's you know, a gray, like gray we, line. And, we don't and, want to go too far this way or too far <laughs> this way. We've got to live in the gray. I was talking to my wife about that today, and, and I mentioned that like I could open the fridge, and it could look at my fridge and tell me what to make and then give me, right. you know, that's fantastic. I love right. that because that's I, helpful. Basically, vegetables go to my house to die. So <laughs> we buy thirty dollars worth of vegetables and I throw them out a week later. So yep. if I could you're open the fridge, that's all you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm prolonged. It's like Kevorkian. I'm basically setting these things up to die. Yeah. So if I could have something like that, that would be fantastic. Or plug in your car, right, and right. have it tell you, hey, in ten thousand miles, you're going to need bearings. You're going to need this. You're going to need that. And then obviously use your software to go through it and fix it, 
right? So right. I mean, why not? Because you still need that human aspect, right? You still do. It's never going to be the fact that robots can do everything and, you know, they can fix car because you still need that human interaction. And if you yeah. don't have it, then. That's when it gets a little sideways. Yeah, so then... with, with your pulse that you have, and I really fir- firmly believe that, Mark, I think you really have a pulse on this industry. We've seen that the market is struggling a little bit in the XR space. Larger companies are starting to pull back. They're cutting workforces. We're not seeing the adoption rate that we thought that we initially would have. So from your perspective, what do you see as the current state of the market and even future state of the XR market? So if, if you look at XR, uh, if you look at all the realities, right? So you got virtual reality, you got augmented, and you got mixed. So those are the three basically geospaces that we can play in. Uh, virtual reality will always stay because it's commercial, right? That's where Fruit Ninja guys are chopping stuff. They can play video games on there. Augmented is great if you have the space for it, right? So if I'm in the Louvre and I look at a picture and it tells me everything about the picture, that's fantastic. But if, you know, it's got to be that right time, that right space. And then mixed reality where I think everything will wind up. I want to say it's not taking off because it's not, there's no viable solution that outnumbers anything else, right? So you've got medical solutions, right? So you've got brain surgery, hip, knee replacement, um, spine. And the the biggest hurdle is clearing the FDA on these things, right? So once that gets cleared and they get adopted and then you could push those to using insurance to pay for the headset, the software. I mean, you're looking at two or $300,000 investment for Metaviz, right? So you've got a headset, you've got a surgical cart, and then you've got the software. That's a that's a gigantic expense a for a hospital to take on. But yeah. if you could push that through insurance and have that covered, that's kind of where I see the market going. Um, MR in itself, unless you actually put one of these headsets on and actually do it, like I've always said, you can talk about it all you want, but until you put it on and actually go through something and interact with the digital space like it's in front of you, where I, I put this on in the office all the time and people laugh at me because I'm sitting there and I'm pinching and I'm pulling and I'm doing stuff and I'm moving and I'm actually doing something and they can't see it. So they don't have any realization of what that does for me. Right. And, and I think the further thing, and, and I've talked to a couple of our vendor business managers, the further thing is the outcome has to make sense for the end user. Right. So uh, I had a call with Proctor, Proctor and Gamble today. They want to do a couple different things with it, but they don't understand the value of it. They think, okay, it's thirty. It's a thirty-five hundred dollar headset. What do I get? To, what does it do for me? And then when you show them like a, a guides or you show them a remote assist, where they can have engineers travel across the country virtually, and be there for another person to help them mitigate an issue, fix a fix a system, do whatever, or the guides where you can take that and step-by-step teach somebody how to do something, you can reduce that time in seat by probably 40 to 50% and they'll retain more of the information. So until they see that, right. You know, yeah, it's the ROI. They can't prove the ROI quick enough to make the sale. Well, and even on top of that, like a company like Procter and Gamble, they probably send thousands of people a year to travel for training. Mm-hmm. And with every company wanting to become carbon neutral these days, right. it's just another thing to throw in. Like, 
there's really not a reason and COVID exacerbated that for the world that we don't have to travel it's to go do yeah. anything like we used to. Like, it's just not a requirement anymore. We do that more for get togethers now. Like right. if we're going to have a room full of geniuses to talk to each other. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But to send one person on a flight to New York to go do a scouting mission for a location doesn't really make any sense anymore. No, It's a lot easier to utilize one of these headsets. You can even travel there. In fact, uh, I've had multiple of my friends and cohorts and professionals who who are in that industry that they now just use a, an Oculus. They'll go get one of the applications where they can go pull the, the actual site, mm -hmm. and they'll virtually do a walk over it, and yep. then they'll mark down anything. And if they do need to feel like they have to go out, they'll go out that, at that point. We were but doing the same, we were talking about the same thing internally with our uh, marketing team, right? So yeah. marketing team's doing an event in Las Vegas. What better way to look at it than put a headset on 100%. and see it virtually? Then you yeah. don't have to send five or 10 people out to Vegas to walk through an event or to a show, and you can do it all virtually. And then you can make changes right on the headset and send them. In so, real time. Like, yeah. that's the cool thing. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've always loved having Ingram as – you're my favorite partner. There's no doubt well, about you. it, right? We and the reason that. why is that – your team and the efforts that you put in consistently to match up businesses that have synergies in ways that we probably never thought about it. And I think you have just a great eye for it. But I wanted to ask you if you had any good stories about matching up businesses like you've matched us up with other folks. Uh, yeah. Sort of like a, you're, you're literally in my mind like a techmatch.com. <laughs> so again, it's the, the synergies are, are easy because I see holes in different in different pockets, right? So in the automotive space, right? So you have the mixed reality already with Porsche and BMW and guys like that who are utilizing this headset. But then there's that space where the technician on the ground needs to see, okay, what's recalled? What's this? What's that, right? And then there's a solution for that. Right. But unless you put these two things together and build the solution that works on this headset, it just goes by the wayside because it works on a different uh, vehicle. So what you need to do is get the customers that are involved in those sales together and kind of put the best of both worlds, right? So one's a training guy who builds the training, who does the headset, Porsche, this is how you do your thing. And then the other guy is the guy, the, the nuts and bolts guy. That's the guy who actually does the work, right? Because the right. technician who's on the ground needs to know this stuff, needs to take a part and order it remotely from the headset while he's working, right? It saves all this time all this nonsense where you can do it on a headset, but you got to get those two people together, right? So there's there's different expertise in both spaces. There really are. And I, I got to ask you one more question. It's for a bit of levity for myself because I can't help myself. And I'm a big <laughs> Ted Lasso fan. I don't know okay, if you ever watched Ted Lasso, uh, but if I can't, if I got to ask you one question, it's first concert, best concert, and why? Okay, this is going to date back to a while. First concert, Police in Syracuse, Synchronicity, right? That was my first concert. Absolutely. I traveled to, to Syracuse to see them. Uh, was my favorite band, still is one of my favorite bands. Um, best concert, Blake Shelton with my wife in Baltimore. Got to travel to Baltimore, do some stuff together on a, on a business trip, and then we went to a concert, which to me was just because we're kind of now, we've transversed from rock into country a little bit. I feel like that happens in older age because I've done the, the wait, same thing wait, myself. Wait, did you say older age, bro? No, I mean younger age is what okay, I mean. Younger age. That's younger age. I feel like yeah. that happens the younger that we get. I'm Benjamin Budding this thing right now. <laughs> oh, believe me, I wish I could Benjamin Budding. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's uh, Blake Shelton in Baltimore was one of uh, my favorite concerts. 
Can't beat it. I absolutely love it. Mark, seriously, thank you so much for being here, sharing your insights with Ingram Micro with our audience. And if our audience or watchers wanted to learn more, is there anywhere that you would recommend that they go to get in touch with you or with Ingram Micro? IngramMicro.com or reach out to me directly. I'll leave my, uh, I'll get my information over to you. You can put it in there. Just have, have them reach out. Absolutely. We will do that. Thank you very much again. Appreciate and I do it. want to take a quick moment. I have to thank our sponsor, which is Kincaid and XR. Uh, so XR is the future. I know those guys. You do. They're really, they're really good at what they do. They're very good at what they do. If you're working in the XR world or if you're looking to step into the future with XR, Kincannon XR is here to help bring your XR dreams into reality. Regardless if, if you're developing your own application or looking for a helpful hand to take an idea to the next level, Kincannon is here to help. You can reach out to Kincannon XR by emailing them at inquiry at kincannonxr.com. And you can find our podcasts on social media at ETIB Podcasts. And of course, if you liked our episode and liked our discussion with Mark, which I'm sure you did, take a moment, go like the video and subscribe and check out one of these other emerging tech uh, technology and business videos. I kind of messed that up. Check out one of these emerging technologies and business videos that are above my head. Uh, that's going to do it for today. Mark, thank you so much. You're a I champion. I recommend these guys. They're great people. Really appreciate you. I've Good been your host, Brock Rowney, everybody. We're going to talk some more emerging tech next time. Be Bye, good. everybody. Take care. Oh, 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 oh